Notice anything different? That's right. No ad. Which means this space is available. So if you have a company or brand or product or anything really that you'd love to promote on 30 Pop, this is your chance. Just shoot me an email at the link in the show notes and I'll give you all the relevant details. Now, on to 30 Pop. Hello, this is Haley. Haley Durrett? Yes, who's calling? Of the Durrett Dynasty? Of the Durrett Dynasty. It is me. (laughs) Haley, this is Luke. So over the last three months, you and your team, Durrett Dynasty, has scratched and clawed your way to the top of 30 Pop Trivia, and last month you all came in first place. Yes, we absolutely did. And I'm just curious, you know, our next trivia night is coming up September 24th. I just want to see if it's actually going to be a dynasty. Are y'all coming back to defend the title or no? We will be there loud and proud, ready to win again. Do you have any like trash you want to talk to others who may be potentially putting a team together? I mean, I'm just going to say there's room for them in second and third place. But first place belongs to the dynasty. So you feel like y'all can maintain your status at the number one spot? We absolutely plan to maintain our status at the number one spot. So we will be there ready to win. All right. September 24th at 7 o'clock, Cafeza in Houston. I'm excited to see if the dynasty will topple. (laughs) The date is in my planner and I will be there ready to prove our winning abilities. All right. Well, (laughs) best of luck, Haley. See you then. We'll see you. From Milieu Media Group, this is 30 Pop, a weekly peek back at the music, movies, sports, fashion, politics, and news from 30 years ago. I'm your host, Luke Braun. This is Season 1, Episode 29, Bubblegum Bad Boys from Boston. Today we're looking back at the week that ended Saturday, September 9th, 1989. Hello, friends, and welcome again to 30 Pop, your weekly stroll down memory lane, looking back at all the fun and often cringeworthy pieces of pop culture that shaped us into who we are today. We've got a super fun episode in store today, so let's get right to it. 30 years ago this week, the number one film at the box office for the fourth and final week was the wonderful Uncle Buck, which I did a deep dive on last week with one of the film's stars, Gene Louisa Kelly. If you haven't heard it yet, you should definitely go back and give it a listen. I've had the opportunity to interview a few pretty fantastic late 80s actors over the course of these first 29 episodes, and I have to say, Jean was maybe my favorite. She was such a joy to talk to. In sports news 30 years ago, on September 9th, tennis star Steffi Graf beat Martina Navratilova in the U.S. Open Championship. I don't really know or care about tennis at all, but I was just so happy to have sports news that wasn't baseball for once I had to share. There was a ton happening in TV this week in 1989, which makes a lot of sense as the fall programming was just getting going, especially as it relates to kids' programming, though. There were several series debuts this week for TV shows that were actually awful but that I remember fondly. Among them, September 4th was the debut of the live-action Super Mario Bros. Super Show, which, similar to Hey Dude that we discussed a few weeks back, I watched, despite being fully aware, even at nine years old, that it was just really, really bad. 
Also related to the Nintendo Entertainment System, a few days later on September 9th was the series debut of a cartoon that you're very likely to have forgotten. Also terrible, Captain N, the Game Master. Captain N was a series in which a real-life teenage boy and his dog somehow get sucked into the TV screen while he's playing Nintendo and find themselves in a bizarre new world called Videoland where Nintendo heroes like Mega Man, Kid Icarus, and Simon Belmont from Castlevania defend Princess Lana and her palace of power from Metroid supervillain Mother Brain and her cronies, King Hippo from Punch-Out, Donkey Kong, and others. It's not great, but I loved it. Other Saturday morning series debuting on September 9th were the cartoon adaptations of both Beetlejuice and The Karate Kid. And much, much later that night, One of my absolute favorite childhood shows, American Gladiators, made its series debut. What kid wouldn't love a show where long-haired, muscle-bound athletes with names like Zap, Nitro, and Laser donned spandex onesies and battled ordinary, nay, lesser men, in various forms of Nerf combat? It was the best. In music this week in 1989, we received a true gift in the form of swift-tongued, British-born American rapper Marvin Young a.k.a. Young MC's debut album, Stone Cold Ryman, which featured his massive single, Bust a Move, and my personal favorite, Principal's Office. I'm positive I could still rap along with every word of either of those songs, but licensing is expensive, so I won't do it here. You'll just have to take my word for it. Now, as great as that album was, it did not have the number one spot on the Billboard charts this week in 1989. That actually belonged to an album that had released exactly a year earlier, but it climbed back up on the charts with the release of its single by the same name, Hangin' Tough by the New Kids on the Block. I don't know a bigger fan of the New Kids than my friend and fellow podcaster, writer and pop culture connoisseur, Lindsey Ray. So we got together this week to gush over this record a bit. Here's our conversation. Lindsay, welcome to 30 Pop. Thanks so much for being on today. Thank you. I'm enjoying myself already. So you're a lifelong diehard, Mm -hmm. would you say, New Kids on the Block fan? Yes. Let's see. So 88 is actually when this album came out. 31 years ago this week. True. Hanging Tough came out. How old were you 31 (laughs) years ago? Am I allowed to ask that? Yeah. I'm going to have to do math, though. Or what age group were you? I was in eighth grade. Okay, eighth grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were kind of like prime demographic for these guys. Of course I was. And do you know how I remember I was in eighth grade? Tell me. Because our eighth grade dance was called I'll Be Loving You Forever. <sighs> was the story. forever in parentheses? Oh, don't get me started on that. Do not get me started on that. And you've got it, the right stuff. Yes. Whatever. I don't understand that either. Gosh. So this album, I was in, I believe, fourth grade when it came out, fifth grade when I discovered it. So mm-hmm. I discovered it. I actually know this for a fact 30 years ago this week. Because 30 <laughs> years ago this week is when the single, Hanging Tough, released. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was my sort of first exposure yeah. to New Kids. And I was hooked. It changed your life. It changed my life. I'm telling you. Until I became embarrassed <laughs> how much I loved them. So like... I'm in fifth grade at this point. I remember I owned a blue jean jacket, as everyone did. Yes. And I had one of those enormous, like, six-inch buttons, you know? (laughs) People put buttons on their blue jean jacket of New Kids. And I wore it, I think, exactly one time to school and never again, because that's when I realized only girls like them. Oh, I see. Uh, But I mean, I had the poster on the wall. I had a VHS tape. (laughs) I I was a true fan. Of the, of especially that song, but of, of these guys. Who was on your button? The whole, the whole... Oh, you didn't choose. I don't want to say the whole <laughs> band. It was... 
All the boys. Not really a band. The whole boy band. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In all of their glory. Hanging tough button. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So eighth grade, I guess, but it was cool for you to like them. Yes. I remember the day I realized I did not like them as much as others, and I was concerned about myself, and it was because of the big, huge dinner plate button that I did not own, oh. because my mother would not purchase that for me. I did not me. mean to rub that in. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, it's just fine. I'm over it now. It's been 31 years. Carrie Morgan had it, and it was on her blue jean jacket, and I remember thinking, well, if anybody deserves Joey, she does because he's the size of her own face right now. <laughs> she could practice kissing that button and I'm pretend it to Joey. Confident that she did. Oh, I know she did. She may have like rented that button out for oh, others to practice I on. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so was Joey the guy? I thought I had you pegged for a <sighs> Jordan girl. I'm going to confess. I was a Donnie girl. Oh, okay. I respect that. <laughs> but I didn't want to be because he was the bad boy. I mean... And I, I know. And let me tell you, the day I realized I was a Donnie girl was the Hanging Tough video when it came out on MTV. No, I don't want to correct you. Yeah. But I have to. Okay. You said hanging? Yeah, hanging. Hanging tough. Hanging. Sorry. Apostrophe tough. Hanging tough. And he had that homeboy shirt on. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Oh, my gosh. And there was a girl he looked at in the audience, and I always wanted to be her. That was whenever I thought, maybe Donnie is my new kid. But my sister told me that I couldn't have him because she wanted him. And so then I kind of defaulted. Everybody wanted Jordan or Joey. Mm -hmm. And I sort of defaulted to Joey a little bit. But then he seemed like a little kid, even though he was... About your age. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then I switched to Jordan. Okay. I, I vacillated. I vacillated yeah. through them. But only among the three, I assume? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's something I want to talk about a little bit later. But So I want to know, like, did you have a, a particular song? So you didn't wait for the single to release to be a fan. You were a fan in 88? Mm-hmm. Okay. Was there a song that you remember sort of drawing you in? I liked The Right Stuff mm-hmm. because of the ever-so-catchy, oh, 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 mm-hmm. that yeah. drew me in. I also liked... Please Don't Go Girl Mm -hmm. with that high falsetto. Mm -hmm. That drew me in. And Hanging Tough was good. And then um, I'll Be Loving You Forever, of course. All of the big singles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But of course, I like some other JV singles too. Yeah. But those were the probably the right stuff was the one that got me. Yeah. So I got to see them. I told you this a few months ago. I got to see them back in May. They mm-hmm. came through Houston. I had a friend that got me sweet tickets. It was mm-hmm. super fun. It was magical, it was, wasn't it? It honestly was. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole thing is a spectacle. Yeah. And I think they know it and are kind of in on the joke, you know? Sure. I mean, they're like sh- popping up on screen, like showing their abs <laughs> off to all the girls. And I'll say, these guys are still in like phenomenal Thank shape. Thank you. Donnie Wahlberg, Donnie exhibit Wahlberg. A. And Danny Wood. I mean, he is. he's gross, he's, he, but like, <laughs> but he is a monster. I mean, he's like, he's got to be a CrossFit guy or something. I don't know. But yeah, the whole thing was just such a spectacle. But I realized that night, you know, I'm also a Donnie, a Donnie fan. Yay. Donnie is the life of that group. Yes, he is. He may not have been the most talented singer, but he was, I think, absolutely the most talented showman. Yes. I just want to hang out with him so I bad. I know. All and the Wahlbergs. All the Wahlbergs. Yes. Yeah, they just I agree. great. He was the leader in a way from the business perspective. Mm-hmm. I feel like he knows what needs to happen and he can command that stage mm-hmm. 
and the others just follow along. And yeah. when I saw them live as an adult four times, <laughs> I thought the same thing every single time that I chose wisely as a kid. In yeah. you know, I think he was kind of the big brother. I mean, he's he's mm-hmm. the oldest, I think, mm-hmm. and or at least seems like the oldest. Right. And you know, you just kind of trust him. He is I the agree. bad boy, but like you also know, he's that big brother that's going to like he's going to keep everybody out of trouble. And so. I loved me some Donnie Wahlberg. I did too. And did you watch the show where they are, it's the cruise ship, the new kid's cruise ship, and it was no. a whole entire television show? Come on. I didn't know it existed. He is the, you didn't know it existed? No. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And it, it was in seasons, meaning they did this more than once. Because you know there's when, a whole new kid cruise that you go on. No. You don't know this? I don't know this. Oh my heavenly Remember, days. my fandom ended when I got embarrassed in fifth grade. <laughs> You go on this boat, a cruise ship, and you get to meet the new kids, and they perform every night, and every night is a different theme or something, and you dress up. And women, we're talking 40s, 50-year-old women, are falling all over themselves to meet who? Donnie. Of course. Every single one of them. Of course. Donnie. I mean, it makes sense. You I know? agree. And he's the lovable one that is all into it because he gets it. Do you think he cares about the 40-year-old woman from Kansas? No. See, I think he does. You do? I think he genuinely cares about Maybe he all of his fans. That's how I perceive him. He's like a guy that like... I hope so. He's massively successful. He's actually a really great actor. Yeah. He's done some really great yeah. stuff, but still it's just like love and life. Mm-hmm. I kind of see Mark Wahlberg as this too. He's just like the whiny version, but <laughs> but Donnie is like, I mean, he's just the life of every party and I think I he agree. loves it. He's got to be a seven on the Enneagram. I, I believe agree. that wholeheartedly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I want to do, I want to do something. So I, I mentioned that my fandom sort of ended for them. It actually just sort of went into the closet. So I've yeah. always loved, especially this album. Yeah. I can't say that I followed really closely after this album. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit into the, like the step by step. Yeah, me you know. too. But as I look back at this, and I want to, I want to preface this by saying there is no love lost here. Mm-hmm. I still look back, and I love, I love this album. Mm-hmm. I love this time of my life that mm-hmm. these guys represent. This album represents. But I do want to be honest about it, and I want to look back at the ways in which it is horrible oh. <laughs> in a segment <laughs> that we call "Truly Horrible Things." So this segment is brought to us by a fun company called Truly Horrible Things. They make hilarious card games just like we used to play back before we had computers and phones and tablets in our faces all the time. The games are filled with humor and sarcasm. You can check them out at trulyhorriblethings.com. So usually when I do this segment, we talk about one thing that's kind of so bad that you love it. Mm -hmm. This time I had to make a list. (laughs) So we're going to do a little countdown. All right. I'm ready. Truly Horrible Things about really about the new kids and about hanging tough. Okay, the album or the boys, the children, the it's, new men. They are kind, men. It's kind of it's kind of both. <laughs> okay, it's, all right, I'm on okay, it. Okay, so here so we go. we're gonna go in reverse order. Number, no, five, number five. Let's talk about the moments on this album where they're talking, the talking oh, moments yeah. in the songs. Yeah, whether mm. it's a whisper mm, or mm. you know, mm. I'm feeling it right now. You know what I'm feeling? I feel like you're liking it. And- I am. <laughs> it's in my head right now when they go, "I love you." I love. That's my favorite. It's not, you know what you did. You know what you did, girl. <laughs> Every one of my dreams come true. Oh, uh, gosh. Uh, uh, it kills me. It's just. Love it. I blush for them. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for them every time I hit one of those moments in the song. Now, I think you're probably going to disagree with me on this one. Uh, Number four, truly horrible thing, Jordan Knight's falsetto. 
No, it is a gift from the Lord. It is the worst. (laughs) The actual, literal worst. You want to know when it is the worst? They have a track where they're singing Happy Birthday. You can buy it on iTunes. I own it. If you want to hear bad falsetto, that's his bad falsetto. Oh, no, trust me. I've heard bad falsetto <laughs> all day as I prepared for this episode. There there are moments. So mm. you mentioned the falsetto and mm. please don't go girl. Yeah. When it's Joey, it's great. Yeah, because he's a little child. He is a child and his <laughs> normal voice is a little falsetto. But there is a one line in that mm-hmm. song where, where Jordan comes in with his falsetto and it just, I mean, it is nails on a chalkboard Which for me. one? Which song? Please don't go girl. Oh, Okay. I'm trying to think of it now. He comes in for one single line with that falsetto, and it is the worst. And then the whole of I'll Be Loving You, mm. parentheses, mm-hmm. forever. Forever, parentheses, yes. <laughs> Always. It, his falsetto just kills me. <laughs> I know you, it's I'll the... I'll Be Loving You. Oh, there. <laughs> it's just so bad. And I know that is the thing for which he was adored. Yes. It has not aged. Now it's his abs. <laughs> Then it was the he doesn't he doesn't get as high and neither does Joey. Obviously. That is a fact. They, we've we've taken it all down a few octaves now. Can I say though, at that show in May, huh? Joey can still sing. Yes, he can. Jordan cannot you. sing. No, he cannot. But Joey, we don't talk about it. Joey can still sing. Yes, he can. I think he was easily the most talented in the group. He was the Jackson Five's Michael Jackson for yes, the new he kids. Was. I mean, and 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 maybe I mean I'm not going to say he was on that level, but like. There was a lot of similarities. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. number three, speaking of Joey. Okay. Truly horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Joey McIntyre's hat. Yeah. With the hole yeah. for his hair to breathe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. I I'm almost just made it their fashion in general, like overalls with nothing under them and weird, weird things. But mm. but I had to narrow it down to that hat. I would agree with that. I will give you that one. Curls flowing everywhere. Yeah. Fountain of mm-mm, hair. Mm-mm. I will give you that. I will give you that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you for allowing me the one. Okay. I bet you'll give me this one too. Okay, Number um, two, truly horrible thing, the rat tails. Oh, I heavens mean, no. Somebody on. should have cut him off. Somebody uh, should have. I feel like Danny Wood probably still has one. I bet he does. And his children probably do too. If he doesn't still have it on his head, I feel like he still has the one <laughs> from then, like in a showcase <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I mean, those things he were He sold nasty. that in eBay For on sure. eBay. <laughs> For sure. They uh, were on trend though. That was the style. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad did you Did you guys... have one? You did, no, didn't I absolutely you? did I not. Even did. back then, I thought, oh, gross, that's disgusting. <laughs> Why would you want that? I mean, there was there was lots of weird stuff that I did want. Uh-huh. That was not one of them. I did okay. not want the rat tail. Mm. Did you want the homeboy T-shirt? I, I would still wear that shirt. <laughs> I've looked for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make you one. <laughs> please, please do. Okay, and the number one okay. most truly most horrible thing, mm-hmm. it's just Danny Wood. Agreed. I don't understand. <laughs> Let's be honest. Was Danny Wood anyone's favorite new kid? Not that I am aware of. Besides no. maybe his mom, and I don't even know for sure. N- not that I'm aware of. Absolutely no one in my circle had him picked at all. Because you would not associate with such people, if, I have to assume. There you go. I will say, though, on this weird cruise ship TV show, he had quite the following. And then I often wondered, well, was it sad? Like, did they pay people to go and Oh, I'm sure he has a massive are... following because he has proximity to Donnie Wahlberg. Well, that's true. That is a true statement. True statement. <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way. By association. <laughs> I don't know what his voice sounds like. I couldn't I tell you a no. single song that he sang on. Mm-mm. I mean, watching them 
Yeah, and here's here's the one thing I'll give Danny Wood. Okay. He can still break dance. Oh, yeah. He Did was he, like doing like move? windmills and stuff, like really hard, you know, kind of complicated things in his 40s at this nice. show in May. And I was like, okay, well. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. <laughs> he still looks like a monkey and like he just, he's, there's got to be steroids going mm-hmm, on there. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, you know. He stretched it though for so many decades. So good for him. Yeah. For keeping I mean, it tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Danny, <laughs> on keeping it tight. There you go. So that is our top five most truly horrible things. So we talked about Danny not being anyone's favorite. I'm, I'm curious about John. Mm-hmm. Was John anyone's favorite? I can see John being some people's favorite because he seems like kind of a sweet, sweet wallflower. Yes. I don't remember John being anyone's favorite either. I remember him being Jordan's brother, period. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even in like the Barbie dolls that they made of mm. the new kids. <laughs> there's like, I think that's how he was listed on the box. There was Jordan Knight and there was Jordan Knight's brother as seen in the new kids on the block. Standing near, he can't dance. No, and he knows it, and he no. just stands in the no. back. Now. They didn't really even try that Mm-mm. hard, from no. what I saw. And actually, none of them really tried super oh, hard. Oh, they didn't. Their dancing was like oh. it was pretty sad. Really? Yeah. And wasn't Tiffany there? Shouldn't they have been dancing yeah. pretty for Tiffany? Yeah, Tiffany was better than Debbie Gibson. <gasps> Debbie Gibson was a nightmare. Oh my goodness! Uh, I feel bad saying that because you she's didn't like, get lost in her eyes and I feel your spirits. I absolutely what? did not. No, she's really bad. Okay. Uh, you know who was a- actually the very best act at that show? Tell me, Salt and Pepper. Oh, I'm sure. Was never even a big Salt and Pepper fan, other yeah. than like a couple of singles. But like they crushed it. Yeah, they live. did. They were so fun. The last time I went to go see them, it was TLC. Oh. And it was just TC, right? Frankly. But they piped L in. Really? Yes, they did. You could hear her voice. Wow. On the, they crushed it too. I thought that was pretty brilliant that they had them there. What you felt for Donnie and Jordan, mm-hmm. I felt for Chili. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was in love. You with wanted chili. a Chili yeah. button. Yeah. <laughs> I thought T Boz had a certain thing too, but uh-huh. like, but Chili was just that. I mean, textbook, yeah, hottie. I just was before Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Left Eye didn't do it for me. No, when I look back now, I still I, I, like. I heard her on some song recently. I don't really? know what, what I was listening to. I mean, it was you know, I was on some eighties playlist. I was listening to nineties yeah. playlist, but and I, I sort of, I like missed her voice. It was like, yeah. oh, she was actually a really good MC. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually liked her. She but. still looks good too. She looks the exact same. Left eye died. I no, I'm talking about Chili. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, Chili. She still showed her midriff, which is pretty impressive that is for a say. woman of Late her 40s. age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was wonderful. I did not anticipate talking about TLC tonight, <laughs> but one more fun little fact: the very first CD I ever owned. Was TLC ooh on the TLC tip? Really? Mm-hmm. Bought it at a pawn shop around the corner from my house. <laughs> I used to walk there as like a sixth or seventh grader and buy CDs. Oh. Yeah, so I know that John. We were, we were talking about John mm-hmm. has like a reality show or something. He's like renovating houses or something. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were showing like trailers for it mm-hmm. at the concert, oh, and it are actually you looked me? really good. No, <laughs> it actually looked. I was like, I'd watch that. <laughs> I don't care anything about renovating houses, but it's John. Good for John. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing he's, good things. He's finally now. coming out. Finally coming out of that shell. So, oh man, you said you did some research for, to like prep for this. Did you have? Oh yes. Things you want to share? Well, they're just little tidbits here and there. One of mine was that no one calls it 
you've got it, parentheses, the right stuff. No one calls it you've got it. They had to put in parentheses the right stuff so people would know what in the world you're talking about. Come on, people. And nobody calls it that. But one of my favorite things when I went to the concert as an adult, I wanted to, on Facebook, show people that I was there so they could properly be jealous. And so all I wrote was, oh, 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 oh. And a lot of people wrote back, hanging tough. Yeah. And I went, what are they doing? That's clearly, oh, oh, oh. Wait, no, that is hanging tough. Oh, that one. Yeah. That one. There's five O's. Five O's, yeah. But those O's have two H's in them. I don't know if people know that. but like, Do they? I would spell them with two H's for sure because they're a longer O. Okay. It's not the little staccato the, not O's. Not the oh, 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 right. and then oh, oh, oh. Completely different word. Somebody got paid. <laughs> To write those lyrics. I wanna, I'm gonna do. I want to do some research. So one of our, you know, we do a monthly trivia night. Our mm-hmm. next trivia night is September 24th at Cafeza, and I'll just go ahead and tell people now. The final trivia question is going to be how many times the word "girl" is used on this album, and I haven't finished counting yet. I have begun. <laughs> Has to be in the thousands. I'm gonna say that. I was gonna say a. It's probably several hundred. B. That girl is me. Did you know that? I'm you are a girl. girl. You're girl. Uh-huh. Girl. Yeah. Oh, girl. man. I'm so mm-hmm. glad to have Please you Please don't go girl. That's yeah. me. You are girl. I oh, am. that's amazing. So I'm curious, though, as we say that, if they use the word girl more or the word O more. Ooh, on... that's a wonderful question. Yeah. I would go with girl. I think it probably is girl. Mm-hmm. They way overuse girl on this album. And so if you're coming to Trivia Night, you should come. If you're coming... You might spend some time with this record and just count how many yeah. times you hear the word girl. I would love to know. Yeah. Speaking of girl, cover girl. Uh-huh. That was a JV song that not many For people sure. liked. Yeah. But I loved it. And as an adult, that's the one where Donnie gets topless when he sings it. Oh, that's the one. Okay. <laughs> I remember the moment. Oh, I bet you do. Yeah. Did the crowd go nuts? Oh my gosh. Yes, it was they the absolutely best day. did. It's amazing to me that 40 to 45-year-old women have retained the ability to scream like Mm -hmm. junior high girls. Mm -hmm. It was remarkable, Mm -hmm. the pitch. And can you imagine, this is real, being new kids on the block, standing on that stage, hearing these people shout back your songs from decades ago. Can you imagine how that feels? The best. I'm sure it's the best. And aren't you so glad that, you know they are glad that this has come back around where they are a thing again. Yeah. I don't know if there's still going to be a thing for much longer. Yeah. Because it's sort of wearing out. Yeah. But, you know, in another 30, watch out. Old men on the block. That's true. <laughs> Let's see. They would be in their 70s at that point, mid to late mm-hmm, 70s. Mm-hmm. Except Joey. He'd be early yeah. 70s. Yeah. They'd still be doing it, though. They'd probably still have abs. I bet I they will. Believe. I just can't imagine how much bigger Danny's going to get <laughs> in the next 30 years. Lindsay, thanks so much for being on and talking new kids with me. It's always a joy. Hope we can have you back very soon. Thank you. We'll see you. I love Lindsay Ray. I highly recommend you check out her books, blog, and podcast over at IHateGreenBeans.com. She's just a whole lot of fun. Huge thanks to Lindsay for being a part of this episode. I hope you'll join me again next week for some more 1989 nostalgia. You can also follow 30 Pop on all the various social media apps, each of which is linked in the show notes. 
And if you want some fun bonus content from this and other Milieu Media Group podcasts, join me over on Patreon, also linked in the show notes. Good times guaranteed. Thanks so much for listening, friends. Until next week, it's off to the principal's office I go. 30 Pop is produced, edited, and mixed by me, Luke Bronner. Our artwork is by the amazing Heather Hale. To check out more shows from Milieu Media Group, visit milieumedia.com, which is linked in the show notes for this episode. And if you have a story from 1989 that you want to share on the air, email 30poppodcast at gmail.com.